Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of B-Side Ourselves Podcast. I am Danny Como, and I'm here with my two other co-hosts. co-hosts. No, no relation to Perry Como, Coast. right? Nope, just River Como. Got it. Makes sense. Rivers Como. Yeah. Hi, I'm I'm Shakuna. Hi. Um, I am Benny um, Alexander, Benny in the Wax. I'm here to talk about Weezer. Benny apparently. Alexander Hamilton. Yes. What what's your name, man? I'm sorry. I just re- I just recently saw that in New York. By the way, have you guys ever seen uh, Hamilton by chance? I watched it. Did, did no, watched I watched it when it was not like Disney a long time ago. Wait, you never seen it, Benny? Nope. Oh man, you should totally not watch by it. like I, I'm not like avoiding it. I just haven't had a chance to yeah. since I don't watch it. It's good. It's it's really I liked it. I don't think it deserved the hype it got. It got really know. intense there for a minute, but it was very good. I mean, it definitely it had like a lot of uh yeah, it <laughs> it kind of went gangbusters in terms of its vir- virality, but I can tell you that like the Disney Plus version or whatever is really really nice, uh but seeing it live is like a whole completely different experience. So I understand the hype behind it. Um but yeah, it it would it's very very well done. So it's like one of the only plays I've seen in a very, very long time that I enjoy the absolute shit out of. Cool. Plus, from a historical context, it's it's nice to know about uh, you know one of our uh, one of our dudes in in the U.S. of A. that did stuff and things and words and whatnot. You know, did stuff. He did stuff. He, I mean, he started the central banking. That that's that's kind of like a that's kind of a big thing. Mm. The how we have. Money, you know, which is completely fake and made up, but that's beside the point. Uh, we're here, we're here to talk about Weezer, everybody. Uh, so, uh, a little, little bit of context for those that are not faithful beside ourselves podcast listeners and maybe listening to us for the very first time. Uh, we have been talking about music for a very long time on this podcast. Uh, and one band that keeps on coming up in conversation in some way, shape, or form is the band Weezer. And Benny has admitted to us, in, in in you know by his own admission, that he's not the biggest fan of Weezer, mainly because he hasn't listened to a whole lot of it. So we thought, and by we, I mean myself, and that that beautiful bearded individual above me, Mister Mister Daniel over here. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm talking about your beard. It's it's, it's gorgeous. It's flowing. It's majestic. Um, I, I just want to rub my hands through it, maybe maybe, maybe toss a little bit. Anyways, uh, we, we decided that we would introduce Benny to some new Weezer songs that he's never heard of before and get his genuine, honest opinion on what he thinks of them. And maybe, just maybe, by doing so, those of you who might be on the fence about the band or have or like, oh, you know, I know them by their radio hits and those are fine, maybe gives you a chance to explore maybe some of their deeper cuts and see if you really, really like that band or you just really just like their their main singles. A history of Weezer real quick. In 1986, <laughs> Rivers Como joined together with Jason Cropper, Matt Sharp, and Patrick Wilson. Nice. They formed a band. They put out an album called The Blue Album in 1994. They put out a bunch of other albums. <laughs> There's a lot. They, no, yeah, they have. Off. There was the Blue Album, the Pinkerton Album. Then after that, Mark Sha- Matt, Matt Sharp Matt left Sharp. the band. Yep. And then for Maldorat, it looks like they had Mikey Welsh on bass, but then he had a um, mental break, unfortunately. Wait, how did you, you pronounce that album? What? Maldorat? It's how not. How do you pronounce it? It's Maladroit. Maladroit. Sorry. <laughs> wow. Wow. So Maladroit came out to those two. And then they had their new and current bassist, uh, Scott Schreiner. Mm-hmm. So then they put out Make Believe in 2003, Red yeah, Album in 2006, Ratitude and Hurley in 2009. Well, between 2009 and 2013, apparently. Mm-hmm. Everything Will Be All Right in the End and The White Album came out 2013 to 2016, Pacific Dreams 2017, The Teal Album and The Black Album 2018 and 19, OK Human and Van Weezer 2019 and 21. And then 2021, they put out four seasons making up the C. Or S Z N Z. Yeah, called seasons. Seasons. Yeah. So they have put out a shit ton of albums, and it's completely understandable if someone never got into them and feels overwhelmed by them. I feel that way about King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Mm, yeah. Like that I, band, I've heard songs I liked, but they have like last year they put out like nine albums in one year. <laughs> so how, how do they do that, Dan? Because my hairdresser, she loves that band. I mean, I have two albums. I like what I've got, but like. As a record collector and as a music fan, like that just feels like a hill I don't want to climb. That's a yeah, a that's a that's a commitment. I had no idea who they were until she played it for me once when I was getting my hair cut. She had to listen to this. I'm like, 
okay. And I, I mean, I wasn't the biggest fan, but it sounded okay. It, it but what a, did she show you? Because they have like a synth pop album, they have a death metal album, they have an indie rock. I album. couldn't they... tell you, um, <laughs> but I mean, I didn't mind it. Okay. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I don't know what version that she showed me, but like, she was really stoked on it. So I was like, okay, it's cool. Like, it's no judgment here. Like, it's, it, it just was not my thing. So, mega anyways, fans of King Gizzard definitely are mega fans for a reason. Like, you have to commit yourself to like that band that much, dude. That's not even a commitment. That's a fucking marriage. If if yeah. you're if you're really getting into King Giz. Um. So, anyways, uh, to bring this all back full circle, uh, we have devised a playlist of ten songs that we think that Benny would enjoy, but we also think that the casual Weezer listener also might enjoy as well. Uh, and we'll be placing it on our website at one point in time. So, uh, if you're interested in that, we'll talk more about that at the end of the podcast. But uh, for now. We're going to get 10 songs. We're going to give you a little taste of every single one of them. Uh, and then we're going to default to Benny for his original opinions. Uh, his, the, the first knee-jerk opinion from these songs. And so, then we'll, uh, we'll go from there. So just, let's introduce ours each. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we, we will. Yeah, for sure. And then I want Benny's response after the song plays, and then we can make any comments afterwards. Yeah, I love okay. that. Okay, perfect. And I just want to say, and we they kind of gave this to me sort of last minute, which I bet, I bet was by design a little bit it was um, which is fine um but so like my notes are pretty they're not that extensive uh it's it's more so like did i like it or did i not and with, with a little bit of you know context to it interesting um, but i just want to let you guys know that like, i'm not coming here with like a huge deep analysis um and it's going to be Mostly just my straight up honest opinion. So I love that. Hopefully, we we can, we can get through it together. Um, oh, I no so. Benny, we can always get through anything together. We, you know, as, that is true. That is true. <laughs> as long as we're together, we can get through anything. <laughs> I'll never let go, Jack. Uh, anyways, Aww. Aww. <laughs> Uh, anyways, so uh, Dan, the, so we've organized this kind of as, as a back and forth round robin sort of thing in terms of the playlist. Uh, Dan goes first, uh, and then I'll go second. We just go back and forth until uh, we get through 10 of them. So, Dan? So the first one I chose was something a little bit more ridiculous but fun. I thought it'd be a fun way to start out the playlist. It is off the Red album. It is Weezer doing Everybody Get Dangerous. Yeah, let's give it a listen. Okay, so those of you who can't see, um, Dan and Jakuna are dancing their little pretty asses off. What? Were you um, saying my ass is pretty? Oh, thank you. I was. Aww. I mean, I didn't see any ass, I, which is regrettable. Well, um, you, well but... next time you will. Wait, wait till we get to one of my songs. You'll see plenty of booty. <laughs> and listeners, if we eventually get this to be a, a visual podcast as well, you may be seeing some booty um, too. But for now... You have to visualize the booty um, with your, I guess, like ears, and hopefully you you can see it because I, what I see is is beautiful. Aww. Um, but what I listened to was not. Um, I <laughs> I don't know why this. I again I I didn't know what to think because I knew you guys were going to come in hot with these songs. And I was hoping that. It would like change right out of the gate, and unfortunately, this didn't. Um, like instrumental, instrumentally, I, I didn't think it was it, it was fun, but for some reason, like the vocals, I could not, I I could not do it. I I was I can I was not into it at all. Again, I find it to be catchy a little bit, but it definitely was not for me. And again, if this was meant to get me into it right out of the gate, I did think it didn't really succeed, um, but. Again, I, I just was trying to be funny with like that segue into the burn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because you guys know how I feel about this band. And I do appreciate like the effort for this first song. Um, but I was worried 
I'm after this first song. Don't worry, I, there's nine more to go, buddy. You're you're fine. I know there is. I know there is. Um, uh, but I know you guys enjoyed it because you guys were dancing, dancing away. So I, I would love to hear your thoughts. Um, and why fun. you chose this song, Danny? It's a fun song. It makes it me is. move around in jazz and like, I like his like creepy little funny lyrics between like his ridiculous chorus. I just think it's a blast of a song. Yeah, it, it feels it has like a that very much like immature, like thirteen year old kind of almost like toilet bowl humor, kind of like mis- it's like the idea of like toilet papering uh, like fences and stuff like that. Like and like who says like booyah like past the age of like nineteen? You know what I'm saying? Uh, so uh, I forget was this a single off the Red album at one point in time? I don't think so. Because I I want to say that it was, but I could be wrong. Um. In any event, yeah, I mean, I, I freaking love this song. I, I haven't heard it in a long time, mainly because, like, the Red Album was one of those albums for me that was kind of a polarizing one. Um, that was one of my favorites. Really? Yeah, the, uh, the Red Album was a polarizing album for me. That It was, like, there's a handful of good songs on there, but then there's, like, and I feel like this happens with Rivers quite a lot, is that he will write a thousand-plus songs in, like, a given, like, a span of, like, four years, and then he has to like, and I think he has like a mental breakdown and he's just like, fuck, how do I, how do I take all of these songs, which are all amazing in, in his mind, of course. Um, and, and, and how do I whittle this down to like 20 or 30 to put on like three or four albums for like the next like three years. Right. Um, the singles off this album were pork and beans, the okay. greatest man that ever lived. Yeah. Dreamin' and troublemaker. Really? Okay. So everywhere you get interest albums, was not on it. Yeah. I love okay. troublemaker. That that's a fun song too. But anyways, um, this is the next song that I'm going to introduce as part of the playlist is off of another mediocre album by Weezer as far as I'm concerned. But I think this is a very, very strong song. It was also a single of theirs, um, but I don't think it got a lot of airplay. And if it did, it it didn't (laughs) register as a blip on my radar. Um, But it's Mm -hmm. off of their album Hurley, which came out in, uh, I want to say it was 2010. Was it 2010? Okay, yeah, I was going to say it was 2010. Um, But the song is called Trainwrecks. So let's give give that one a little bit of a lesson, shall we? We sleep all day and rock the night. We just get up to start another fight. We kiss and then we bite. All right, buddy. What do you think about this one? All right, let's uh, let's get into it. So yeah, let's do it. I actually loved the intro to the song. Um, overall, I thought it was like great. And actually, I don't know if it surprises you, but it was one of my favorites on the playlist. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, I did think that just instrumentally and like vocally really paired together really really nicely. And I loved the different levels he took his voice, mm-hmm. and it went in a bunch of different directions. But I definitely thought. It was very, very, I said it was very, very neat, um, which like, I, and I approve. So this is the part where I was like, okay, we're going to, like, it went, it was low, a low, a low part for me, but then it went to a high part. So right. at this point, at this point, um, it was like my favorite so far. Right on. Yeah. I, uh, this is one of those songs that, uh, like I said, the rest of the album, I'm not like super jazzed about. There's like a, there's like a handful of decent songs on there, but Hurley as like an, an overall like concept and album, I, it, I'm not super impressed, but that song I, I freaking love a lot. Cause it's, it is very, it is very 2010s. I mean, it talk about like updating blogs and like not being able to keep a job because like the OE recession. I mean, that there's like, there's so much like cultural references that are built into like that it feels like a time capsule of a song which is why i absolutely love it uh and even more so for the fact that um the they couldn't think of like an album title if i'm if memory serves uh and they were all watching lost at that point in time so that's the reason why they called it hurley and then like asked the dude that that played hurley on the show to like use one of his uh is like his some photo that they found online to use as like their the cover art which i thought was really interesting so anyways, but yeah, I, I love that song. Dan? Uh, so this album was my least favorite Weezer album. Mm-hmm. And I think because I actually enjoyed Ratitude quite a bit. And then this came out, and it came out on Epitaph Records. So I was thinking, like, before it came out, Epitaph was promoting it. And I was like, oh, shit, they're on Epitaph now. Like, they're going to be a little bit more punky. 
they were not any more punky on this album. They and were like not. You said, it was mostly a snooze fest besides a few songs here and there. Mm-hmm. The singles on this one were Memories and Hang On. I remember not liking Memories as a single, too, even though they had like the Jackass crew dancing around with them to it. In yep. the music video. Mm-hmm. But what do, you, what do you think of this song? Oh, I like the song. Okay. <laughs> that, <laughs> I was just trying to find out. I the whole Hurley rant. Yeah, yeah. No, it's all good. That's it's fine. All right. Uh, well, that's uh, that's two down, eight to go. Uh, let's move on to track number three in the playlist, which is Dan's pick or his second pick, I should say. Uh, Daniel, what do you what do you got for for Benny to uh, audibly digest? So I wanted uh, when I originally made this, I had nothing new on the playlist, and I was like, I have to put some new Weezer on the playlist. So I went with something off OK Human because when OK Human came out, they came back strong for me because I hated the Black album that came out before this. Same. And then OK Human came out and it was completely stripped down. They had an orchestra behind them. And I thought every song, every song on this album hit me and resonated with me. And I thought it was beautiful. It was a little mm-hmm. bit of different feel for Weezer. It was much more indie, slow pop, if you were going to go that route. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I chose, I mean, the first song on the album, because I remember the first time I heard it, I was blown away. It's all my favorite songs. All right, let's give it. Okay, human. All right, cool. Let's give it a quick little listen. People make me mad. I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't know what's wrong with me. I love parties, but I don't go. Then I feel bad when I stay home. Cause I need a friend. All right, Ben. I mean, if you were like an introvert, an emo kid, like, how can you not, like, love this fucking song? Right? 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 This so, is, this is, I, mean, I feel like this song was made for you, Benny. So, as as Dan was talking, I was like, he just picked the song because he, he knew, <laughs> he knew I that did. It, I was going to relate to it 100%. Like, I, 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 I didn't know who picked it. I, 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 I don't know if it was going to be, I, I thought it was, like, the first five was going to be Dan and the next one was going to be Shakuna. I, I kind of, I didn't really think about it going back and forth. Staggering. I knew one of you bastards uh, picked the song purposely because you you knew I'd dig it, and I definitely did. It just reminded because again, like we all love sad songs, um, and I've I definitely I still am to the a lot of times where I just want to sit at home and do fucking nothing, mm-hmm. um, and just listen and listen to sad songs. Um, I think that was hundred percent relatable, um, and I could see myself. Even like like now relating to it, it even like when I was younger relating to it. So I can definitely see why, and I approve of this song 100. I'm glad you approve. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I, I absolutely love this song as well. Uh, okay, Human was one of those albums that I didn't get a chance to get into, uh, but now that I'm going back and listening to this, because I mean I've listened to this playlist like a few times uh, throughout the course of the day today, just to like refamiliarize myself with some of these songs. Because Dan picked a few deeper cuts, that I'm like, oh man, I'm like I don't remember that song. What does that sound like? But, oh shit, I I have heard this song. God, I fucking love it. And like this was this was another one. Where, like man, I'm like. I really need to go listen to OK Human again, don't I? You need to. That whole album is incredible. It's hard to pick a song. Fair enough. I I will uh that I'll add that to my uh, my Spotify. So, all right. Uh unless you had any other things that you want to follow up with Daniel? Oh, yeah, hold on. I like doing the little Yeah, do, do the thing. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. So, OK Human came out in 2021. The singles were all my favorite songs, this one, and Grapes of Wrath, which is also a stellar song. Um, like I said, they had a, you know, the uh, 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 an orchestra behind them for the whole album, which was really cool, mm-hmm. which I thought was weird because then they went on tour with Green Day and Fall Out Boy for the Hella Mega tour after this album, which was their kind of chill, beautiful album. Yeah, yeah. I also love the artwork because it's completely different from what they normally do. Yeah, for sure. It, it, it has like a like a hand drawn sort of aesthetic to it. Yeah, I dig it. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. All right, uh, we move on now to uh, track number four out of our 10-track playlist. Uh, this is, honestly, uh, this song is coming off of the album that kind of spawned this whole concept for, uh, for today's podcast to begin with because we were talking about songs that were uh, absolutely perfect or like we thought were absolutely perfect in, in a previous episode uh, a few months back. And I put one of these uh, songs off of the album Ratitude on there, which is, if you're wondering if I want you to, I want you to. And Benny immediately goes, 
that's Weezer. Wow, that song's really, really fucking fun. And I was like, oh shit, wait a second. You said you didn't like Weezer all that much. Maybe I maybe I have tapped into uh, a resource here. So um, anyways, I decided to pick another track off this up. I was going to originally put that song, same song back on there, but I'm like, you know what? That's too safe. And also he's already heard that song. So uh, instead I picked uh, a song that I really, really adore off this album. Uh, once again, the album's Ratitude. And the song is called Put Me Back Together. Um, and I want to give you a quick little uh, little taste of that. So let, let's go. Yeah, it's clear that I'm not getting better When I fall down, you put me back together My head do I can play this song for the entire way through, but I know I can't. So uh, I'll just fade out and I'll let Benny talk. So what year was this uh, release again? Uh, Ratitude, that came out in 2009. So okay. basically it was that and then Hurley like immediately afterwards. And what was the song that I, that I, that I liked uh, from? If, if you're wondering if I want you to, I want you to. Or it, okay. I, or, I, or it might just be called I want you to. What, no, what it's what you said exactly. Okay. See? Okay. I, I did it. So, I did it. I mean... I enjoyed that song and enjoyed the song as well. I mean, I I really dug it. I and mean, it kind of reminded me, the reason why I asked what year it was, because it kind of reminded me of like some like early 2000s, early, early 2000s, like emo, mm-hmm. really like song. Yeah. And I just, I really thought it was, it was nice. It, it was fun and kind of sad and, and instrument, instrumentally, I really enjoyed it too. So, I mean, I got nothing more, really more to say about it, but I definitely <laughs> enjoyed it. Um, and it kind of makes me want to, seek out the entire album because i feel like two of the songs yeah i mean it odds are i might like more of them so again i think i've been again like my you'll you'll kind of see throughout this podcast that my opinions kind of go up and down but so far i mean it's been pretty it's been going up so i'm I'm enjoying the ride so far. So. Right on. Yeah. So uh, full transparency, I was actually side texting with Dan when I sent him over my, my list of five. And I'm like, if Benny doesn't like the song, I swear I think I might cry on podcast. So I was like, <laughs> so like I, I wasn't looking at you the entire time while I was playing it because I was like, I don't want to see a look of like disgust on his face because I swear I might walk out of the room just like <laughs> devastated <laughs> because like this is this is one of those like um, deep cut Weezer songs that like I just fucking adore. It is it's one of it's oh. it's one of the songs that, like no one knows like when you talk to uh, Weezer. Well, I mean, not Weezer fans, but just like people who like casually like enjoy the band. I'm like, hey, have you ever heard this song before? They're like, no. Well, what song is that? And I'm like, it's on Ratitude. They're like, oh, Ratitude, that's an album? And I'm like, yeah, and it's a really, really good one. You should probably listen to it. It's, it's fucking so, amazing. Are there any songs, just for, foreshadow a little bit here, that you would cry if I don't like it coming up? No. 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 Okay. No, that that was that was my only that was my only holdout. I was like, that was okay. that, that was the one if like Benny's like, I fucking hate this song. I'm like, fuck you, podcast over. <laughs> The one thing about Ratitude um, is it had two singles. It did. And one of them was, if you are wondering, which yep. if you want me to, I want you to. Like, I want you to. It's an amazing song. The other single was I'm Your Daddy, which is one of the worst songs on the album. And Agreed. How I felt about this album for a long time. But obviously, this song is just incredible. It is. It's so it makes, fucking good. Uh, some of River's best singing. It is honestly like I mean in terms of instrument instrumentation, uh, just it's a really just cohesive track and it doesn't overstay its welcome. It's just it's just perfect in every way. I I, I wish I almost kind of wish to a certain extent that I would have used that as like my my perfect song instead of uh, if you're wondering if I want you to. Although yeah. both of those songs are once again absolutely phenomenal. You're making me remember I want to get Ratitude on vinyl. It's so I just looked it up on Discogs today because I was like you know I don't have that in my collection. Uh, it is been out of print for a very long time, and like uh, even like a massively used copy is like going for like ninety dollars. What is what do you have by Weezer? Uh, so I have Blue Album, Make Believe, uh, Pinkerton, two well, actually two versions of Pinkerton. Um, let's see here, and I 
think I have the gr- uh I said make believe, yeah. I think I also have the green album too, I think. I have the blue album, green album, red album, mm-hmm. white album, okay human, and then one of the winter ones. Which uh oh the the one of the seasons ones. The one that has records on it cuz I like that song a lot. Oh yeah, I mean okay human. No. Oh wait, no, right. Oh wait, yeah. Oh no, I'm sorry. Yeah, we winter. My bad. Seasons. Remember they had four. They had yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Winter was by far the better one out of the four, if, if I'm being honest. But that's another topic for another day. Uh yeah. we move on to uh Daniel's third pick uh for the playlist uh okay. of, of Weezer songs. Wanna, what do you got? I want to talk about this before Benny listens to it. And I know he's not gonna like it because it's an older <laughs> Weezer song and I think this is one of those that you had to be there when it came out for you to like it as much. This was the first song one of the first songs I learned on bass. When I heard this song, I was in middle school and I fucking loved it and I fell in love with it. It's like totally different time frame. I feel like if this would have came out now, I probably wouldn't have liked it as much. But when you're a sad little emo boy and this song comes out, you're like, oh, man, I get it. <laughs> it all and makes this sense. Is, this is The World Has Turned and Left Me Here by Weezer off the Blue album. So, Dan knows me pretty well. I think. <laughs> um, you don't say. And so does Yukuna, but I feel like Dan kind of foreshadowed just a little bit. Um, so, when I saw this was on, it's on the Blue Album, right? It is. Yeah, mm-hmm. their first so album. When I saw it was on Blue Album, I thought I would like it because I'm pretty confident that most most of the songs that I I knew from Weezer were from that album. Like most of that, like the radio hits that I wasn't completely like sick of. Um I'm pretty confident I've were from like from the blue were from the blue album. So but as I was listening to it, I'm like even though you would think the topic might have hit home for me, like it kind of didn't. And like just instrumentally, I don't know why. Like there, there are times where I, I was I, I thought I thought it was gonna gonna, gonna go, like, go somewhere and kind of reach a higher level, but then it kind of didn't, and I was, I was kind of that disappointed. Um, but again, I can see why you would like it, but as you kind of pointed out, um, I did not. Um, but <laughs> I know Dan's thoughts, but I'm really curious what Shakuna's thoughts are. So uh, the Blue Album for me was obviously my, my gateway drug into Weezer, as, as I think most fans of the band will admit exactly the same. I mean, there's, there's not a... A, a bad song on the album as far as I'm concerned my only my only gripe with the world is turning has left me here is I feel that it's not really mixed all that well because I feel like River's vocals get a little drowned out over the uh the drumming and uh, and the guitar work um that said um it, it I mean the lyrics should yeah just hit you right in the feels at, at all given points in time because it is it is very much a post-punk song uh kind of wrapped up in a little bit of just you know early you know rights of spring emo it, it's it's just it's it hits on all cylinders i think that's the reason why it had it has such a cultural significance the the problem with it is is that i also feel it's on the wrong album because there is hold on i'll explain i dan's jaw is dropping to the ground you guys can't see this uh the reason the reason why i say that is because if you look at the rest of the track listing you have like these kind of surf rocky sort of feels with surf wax america and um oh gosh i'm trying to think of the other songs like buddy holly and in the garage i mean there, there, there's so many songs that like have like this kind of like almost beach boise-esque sort of feel to them that it feels weird to kind of like have to go from my name is jonas no one else and then immediately goes into the, the world is turned and left me here maybe if it was at the closer to the bottom of the track listing i feel like that might be better placed um but aside from that that's just you know that's the point of it though it's sprinkled in like only in dreams is a sad sprinkled in song which is beautiful 
like it's, say it ain't so it has its darker tone to it and like mm-hmm. i don't know i just think and i understand benny's <laughs> terrible decision to not like the song but i do love that song though make, make no mistake about it i i'm not i'm not dogging because i hate it i'm, I'm dogging because i feel like it's just it's misplaced that's all but I, I mean, I, if you think about it. it too, let's just talk about this for one second. Sure. We all love Blink One Eighty Two. Go back and listen to anything on Cheshire Cat or Buddha and tell me it's amazing. It's not. Almost everything on this album, their first album, technical. I mean, I know they did the kitchen tapes, which was just them in a like a four track recorder. Right. But everything on this album is fire. And for oh, your yeah. first go, your first swing. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. Cheshire Cat is a like banger after banger. You're a liar. Brain. You're a liar. You're <laughs> lying to yourself. Strings is a horrible I song. I couldn't tell you one song. I could tell you one song. From, from oh, wait, no. Str- Strings is on Buddha. Never mind. I was going to say, like, Strings is a horrible song. And if anyone that thinks otherwise is wrong. <laughs> there's there's songs I think are funny, but I never am like, dude, I want to throw on some fucking Buddha right now. Yeah, it, it's it's like the same people that think, like, oh, man, Green Day's best album, Kerplunk. <laughs> Hands down. Like, yeah. N- no. <laughs> one thousand and one slappy moments or whatever. That yeah, one's called. I think it's like one thousand and one slapped out. Dra- this being their first album, though, I, I can because I mean I think people usually think of first albums and they kind of like with like rose colored glasses and and they're like you know like oh like it's 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 fantastic no matter what. It's um, tough, but, man. It, it's tough but, to have a, a solid first album all the way through. It, and I think that Weezer is absolutely deserving of that title. They. It's good. It's really good. Anyways, uh, that said, we move on to track number six out of our 10-track playlist. A perfect pick by you. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> nice, nice, little, nice little foreshadowing. Um, so we, we take you on back to the year 2005, uh, where the band, I think, is maturing a lot and, and changing up their sound a tiny bit and, and, and trying some new things. Also, I think this was the last year they were on Geffen, if memory serves. I could be wrong, uh, but I think this was their last album on Geffen before they went to DGC. Um, but uh, although DGC, Geffen, kind of the same thing. Anyhow, um, but uh, this is uh, the album Make Believe, which I, I adore. There's a lot of fun songs on this record. Um, and this is one of them. I think so. Uh, and it is, uh, once again, our number six pick on the playlist. This song is called Perfect Situation. Let's give it a quick little listen. In a perfect situation, I let love down the drain. There's the pitch, slow and straight. All I have to do is swing and I'm a hero. But I'm a zero. Hungry nights, once again. Now it's getting unbelievable. I could not have it better But I just can't get no play From the girls all around As they search the night For someone to hold on to I just pass through Sorry, buddy. So, okay, so I'm happy you waited to stop it to that point because mm-hmm. if you didn't i would have crawled through the screen and slapped you <laughs> uh, because i did so this is one of the songs that wasn't on the blue album correct uh but no it wasn't it was on make-believe it it definitely was a single was a single though right yeah I, it, I it was it was a single it wasn't as a wasn't a strong it wasn't a lead-off single for them i think it was like three or four singles down so it didn't get as much radio play as like say for example like uh beverly hills did oh Okay, so and it's kind of funny when you guys sent me this. I was I was happy you guys didn't pick like the obvious ones. Oh, wasn't our plan? But, oh, that wasn't our plan at all. Also, also, if you would have picked Beverly Hills, I, I would have been like, I hate this fucking song. <laughs> um, I don't like that song either. And, and only because I I thought it was so overplayed that I I end up just hating every second of it. But this one, I do remember hearing on the radio. I don't ever remember it being overplayed though. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it was on any soundtracks. Like, I don't know if you have any history of of, of this song, but uh, Daniel's doing some searching. I think maybe he's doing a little googling yeah. on that because Check. I remember it being hearing it someplace else, and I'm not entirely confident it was just a radio. Um, because I remember like liking the song, and I think the song is like very very like, catchy. It's a very beautiful song. I think the vocals are awesome, and it definitely is one that I would go to again. Hell yeah. 
This was yeah. not on anything else. Really? <laughs> I, I could have swore it was on a video game soundtrack, like maybe an MLB game how or something would, like that. How would perf- How would this song be on it? It's a slow, beautiful song. I don't know. I swear that I heard on a on a video game soundtrack at some point in time, like an NHL. I, I, mean, or... I, could, I, could, I could have sworn I heard it someplace else other than the radio. Who knows? It might have been in a movie, but I don't see anything. Fair enough. Maybe. Maybe. But... Anyways, <laughs> Dan, Dan, your your thoughts on this song? Uh, I have so many mixed feelings on Make Believe. I actually like Make Believe, but there's a lot of bad songs, but a lot of some of their best songs on Make Believe. Mm-hmm. Um, this is such a pity is one of my favorite one of my favorite Weezer songs. I think it's amazing. So good. Um, Perfect Situations, amazing. The other two singles were Beverly Hills and We Are All on Drugs, which I hate both those songs. Oh, see, so. I actually kind of like We Are All on Drugs. It's yeah, it's dumb. Silly. It's dumb. Yeah, yeah. But I like it. But I don't know. Like Freak Me Out, I thought was a fun song, and that's mm-hmm. on this album. Mm-hmm. I also like um I like Pardon Me a lot too. I I, I feel like that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. I need to go back and listen to this album again because this is one I, I don't own and I haven't listened to in a long time. But when it came out I was very torn on it. Fair. Yeah, that was so I have a so full transparency, I have a a, a really close friend uh, who I haven't talked to in a while, unfortunately, just because we've kind of grown apart a tiny bit. But he was like a diehard Weezer fan. And I remember at the time when he was like gushing about the band, I was like, eh, I mean, I, I like the Blue Album. The Blue Album is fun. Green Album is fun, I guess. And uh, he's like, wait a second. Do you actually even like this band? And I'm like, I mean, no, I, I there, there's some songs I enjoy. I'm like, all right. He's like, hold on a second. Hold on a second. And like he literally went into his car and he and this is when the album just came out. And he's like, mm. we're going to sit in my car. And we're gonna and we're gonna hang out and we're gonna listen to make believe start to front from start to finish and uh, I I want your opinion and then we listen to the whole thing I'm like holy shit I'm like this this album's like really good and he's like yeah I know you should probably go back and listen to more of their stuff I'm like oh, okay I'll 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 do that <laughs> so that's when I uh, kind of uh, rediscovered Pinkerton again rediscovered uh, some songs from the Green album that I wasn't like super jazzed about at first but now like hearing them again I'm like man these are so fucking great but anyways I'm. I'm rambling. Uh, how about we get to your uh, number four? Nope. Yes. No? Yes. Number four pick yeah. for you, Daniel. All right. So I wanted to go with Maldroids because I noticed we didn't have anything from Maldroids, and I love Maldroids. Who doesn't? Am I saying that right? You are. You're, it's Maldroids. <laughs> yes, correct. I don't so know how the hell you said last time. Keep Fishing. Uh, let's listen to it, and then I'll talk about it. Fair enough. Let's do it. Go ahead, Danny. Go ahead and tear it apart. Let's do it. So, okay, so I, I, again, I appreciate you guys kind of giving me like the full spectrum of this band. Um, and I listen to the song, and I'm just like, I, I guess I get it, but it just wasn't for me. But, but, I then went to the music video. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, nice. Good. Um, and I've listened to, like, I, I, you can't not like the song when you see the music video. So I don't know if I like the song or just like who's in the video. Just say it. Just say with... who, who's, who's in the, who's in the music video. Muppets. Of course the fucking the Muppets. Muppets. Of course the Muppets. So, <laughs> so, I mean, that, I think that was unfair, first of all, because it, clouded my judgment i didn't tell you to watch the music video we did in all fairness we, we did not you up to do this in a speed round you went and found the music video touche but i i knew i i recognized it from somewhere so i went and searched it and i remember seeing that music video when it came out or around around when it came out so i i'm still not a, a huge fan of the song however watching with muppets it was good I I I give them that. It was a really really fun to see them together like that. Hell yeah! 
that's the one thing I will always give the band credit for is that they do really fucking fun music videos, uh, like very much in the same, similar or similar same vein as like Blink-22 has done recently with, with some of their music videos as well. I, I think that they have really crafted this really uh, interesting juxtaposition between music and art and like pop culture and just found their way to kind of like interject themselves into it. So I give I give Rivers and the, and the gang a, a lot of credit in that regard. Anyways, Daniel, you said that you wanted to describe this a little bit more before Benny went through uh, it. I mean, Benny pretty much nailed it. So coming off the Green album, which I will talk about later, is like the album that got me really back into him because I loved the Blue album. And I actually slept on Pinkerton when it came out. I didn't pay attention to it. And then the Green album came out and Hashpipe, the music video with the sumo wrestlers, I was like, this is the fucking coolest thing in the world. <laughs> right? I'm back into Weezer. Then I went back and yes, Pinkerton I love. Everyone loves Pinkerton. But mm -hmm. when this came out, when Keep Fishing's music video premiered on Fuse TV, I was like, what the fuck? Weezer and the Muppets? I'm in love. And I like this was one of my favorite Weezer songs for a long time. And I, it might have been just because of the music video. It is a great song, but man. That's why I put it on here because the music video just makes me happy. The one of the very first Macs that I bought uh, for college. Uh, this this is when this song actually came out. Uh, my my first wallpaper for it was the, uh, a picture of Weezer with all the Muppets, like at the very end of, of the, the very end of the music video. Yeah. yeah. So that was like my wallpaper for like the longest time. So I was like, oh, I'm like, uh, I fucking love this shit. Anyways, well, like this album doesn't get a lot of credit. It doesn't because great album. well, I wouldn't say it's a great album. There's. There's some very, very, very good songs on there, like Dope Nose is a lot of fucking fun. Uh, Keep Fishing, obviously, which is what we just listened Space to. Space Rock, Burnt Jam is good. Fall Together is good. Yeah, but Love yeah, Explosion sucks. Yeah, I mean, like, like the last back half of the album, like Slave, Fall Together, Possibilities, Love Explosion, December. I don't get any of those songs. Uh, but there are a handful of really, really solid ones. I think that's probably the reason why I got, like, such a, like, a milk warm or milk wait, not milk warm that's not milk. that's not a term warm lukewarm yeah lukewarm. i can milk i can talk <laughs> it's a milk warm it's milk Start warm using that whenever something's milk warm <laughs> <laughs> it is a very like a lukewarm sort of reception but anyways uh we move on to track number eight out of our 10 song playlist of weezer songs uh thanks for everyone who are hanging out and listening to us ramble about this stuff we love you um let's uh let's go back to the year it is the year of our lord 1996 this is the what should have been the album that completely sunk the band because um some backstory for those of you who don't know uh this was weezer's second album um that because of the hype and amazing critical acclaim that the blue album got uh rivers decided to take things in a completely different direction and release the album pinkerton uh, and it got such horrible reviews that uh, we apparently Rivers went into a uh, a pretty deep depression and uh, almost vowed that he would never make any more music ever again because he was that upset that it will like it flopped that hard. Now, obviously, in retrospect, uh, that uh, that album has become a cult classic. Uh, fans of the band like regarded as like one of their best albums. Um, so we're going to give a, a listen to a track off it, which I think is probably one of the stronger songs off there. Although we were going to switch it out with a different one and I'll explain that after we listen to it and Benny probably rips it to shreds. Uh, let's listen to the good life, uh, off of this album. All right, Benny. Go ahead. So, do you want me to go first? Yeah, of course we do. Of course you do. This is this whole podcast was designed for you. Sir. Okay, so what was that? I I didn't even like the intro. I didn't like it instrumentally, vocally. I just found it so annoying. I at this point, I was really upset because <laughs> you were on 
such like a, a good ride. I was like, but this is where I kind of felt like we reached the top and now it's all crumbling down. <laughs> well, so and if that is what the good life is, I don't even know what the bad life could possibly be. <laughs> wow. Ouch. Wow. Ouch. And thankfully, thankfully, the listeners only get to, got to hear 30 seconds of it because I had to listen to it. What is it? Like, 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 like three minutes? Four minutes. Um, four minutes and 17 seconds of goodness. Minutes. Thank you. So I had to listen to that at least two or three times. So, like, listeners, I'll do you a favor. Don't waste your time. Wow. Wow. Damn. Damn. So we were going to switch that song with El Scorcho, which I think probably would have been the better selection there. But uh, El Scorcho. Okay. El Scorcho, which I, I, that song is just a fucking riot. Anyways. Um, but uh, yeah. That, I, I mean, I, Wow. Okay. Uh, I didn't so expect that much. Hay. I, I expected hay, but uh, yeah, I would. Whew, that felt the heat come off of that one. Um, so that is it. Like I said, Pinkerton once again being a very, very polarizing album. And I know the reason why you don't like that song, and probably wouldn't like much off of that album because once again, that was the follow up album to the Blue album, which you don't, which you've admitted that you're not the biggest fan of. So I was like, very similar to how we got into Keep Fishing. Where you're like, eh, it's fine, whatever. It's because once again, those albums are so close together and so close to the blue album that I could see where the us going into deeper songs that are further along their catalogs, like stuff from like the 2010s and and so on and so forth, uh, would be a little bit more up your alley because they definitely have gone from more of like a garage rock sort of feel to more of like a pop rock sort of feel, sure. um, and, and especially as they've gotten older. Um, and maybe Rivers hasn't chased around enough Japanese women at that point in time. But that's beside the point. Damn, you have Japanese girl. <laughs> Do it to me every time. And the redhead said you shred the cello, and I'm jello, baby. And I'm jello. Baby. Anyways, uh, Daniel, your final pick of our 10 song playlist of Weezer music for people who may not be Weezer fans. So I went with the newest because this is a simply ridiculously fun song about loving records and i was like if, if if benny likes any song on his goddamn playlist if he doesn't like this i'm gonna punch myself in the face <laughs> let's because go benny's obsessed with records we're obsessed with records this is for him the song is called records it's off their latest album or closer to one of their latest albums uh seasons colon winter let's give it a listen Benny. I mean, how could I not like, yeah. like not love this song? Like, right? come on. How could you not? And again, purposely put in because you knew I'd fucking like it. So good for you, um, Daniel. Um, but no, it is fun. It is like obviously relatable. Like, like we all connected over a love for records. So like, why like why wouldn't I like like love right this song? And even though it's goofy and it's fun, and I, I really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. Right on. Yeah, I, that was uh, that was one of the first songs I've heard off of that album, and I was like, "Hey, maybe I like Weezer again." And then I listened to the rest of this album, like, eh, "I don't like Weezer as much." Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's not that bad. This the seasons uh, anthology, if you want to call it that. It was one of those. I was like, I see what you're doing, um, and uh, you know, for credit where credits due, nice nice attempt, but uh, maybe should have maybe concise consolidate some of those records down or some of those albums down into like one or two it's the uno dos trace squad thing all over again. it is it's a thousand like, percent they could have made one really solid record they could have and they not had four very long eps <laughs> exactly right yeah that said though this song is a fucking banger i i fucking love it anyways uh daniel any other thoughts before we move on to our final song nope that was pretty much it for that 
Okay. Let's hear uh, the final song. Well, so uh, good news for you guys. Uh, we are going to go back to the year 2001. Uh, we've gotten over the Y2K panic, uh, culturally speaking, of course. Uh, and uh, Weezer is coming out with another color album, uh, this one being the green album, and uh, has a litany of hits on it. Uh, this yeah. I don't know if necessarily was one of them necessarily. Uh, what song is this? Uh, this would be none other than the song Photograph. Um, so let's give a quick little listen, and uh, we will we'll talk about it. How about that? Here we go. I want to start at the very beginning anyways, because it's so good. If you want it, you can have it. But you got to learn to reach out there and grab it. Because everybody All right, Benny. Final song. Let's hear the verdict. So, obviously, you're surprised or not, but I didn't hate it. I, I mean, I honestly, and I was okay. It's like it's, as you can see, like I kind of came in hot with the the good life, but overall, <laughs> scorching hot, though, I'd say. But overall, though, I don't think I was too like overly like 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 negative. Through all these songs, like, I had a few, a few dark moments. Sure, you just don't like early. You don't like early Weezer. I think we, yeah, I think I think we have determined through scientific analysis and and yeah. and a lot of heavy research, meaning this podcast and this podcast only, that sure. we have determined that you don't like younger Weezer. You like older Poppy Weezer, Poppy Poppy Peasy, Poppy Poppy Weezer. I so, can talk tonight, which, which is cool. And again, it's. So this song, just kind of go back to the song for a yeah, second. Sure. I, I didn't hate it. I liked it. I, I I thought it was catchy. Again, I didn't. I didn't. I'll, I'll say this: I didn't like it at at first. Mm-hmm. Like at first, but then after a couple of listens, I it kind of grew on me. Um, but again, I just kind of like close it out. Like my thoughts. So like overall, honestly, it I I was surprised that I liked a lot of the songs that I. You know that that I heard. Um, has it changed my overall opinion of the band? Of the band? Sure. Um, but there are just some songs that if they come on the radio, they're gonna get turned off immediately because just because I've heard them so many times. Um, and would I ever go see them live? I probably wouldn't. <gasps> Honestly. Wow. Wow. Um, and it could just be because that we're all broke as fuck. And seeing Weezer, it would probably cost $8,000. Didn't you just buy, like, five tickets to shows you can't even go to? So, okay. Okay, well, we're going to pivot for a second. So, that's kind of correct. I bought two tickets to to shows. One, I can't even go to. Um, And what's funny about that show is it's for a band that I adored for many, many years. And I said I wasn't. I was. I think it'd be worth seeing them again because they're terrible live. But I got drunk and I bought a ticket. I bought a ticket to go see them, and then, like, no word of a lie. Like, 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 a couple of days later, my my best bud from Alberta is flying. He told me he was flying into town that week. So I'm like, fuck, <laughs> because they're definitely gonna want to hang out um, on on that Friday. That. Take my Sunday is going to be in town, and I'm like motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yes, Dan over exaggerated just just a hair, uh, but he wasn't entirely incorrect. Uh, but no, I mean, I just I don't know if I could because I don't I don't like I don't, I really don't like a lot of the songs. I don't know if I could risk. Like seeing, like seeing them live. So, I don't know if I could. So here's the thing I can tell you as someone who's seen them, let's see here, three times now? I think three times. Okay. Um, that they don't play a lot. I mean, they, they have to play a few of their radio hits, if you will, basically to keep the crowd going. But sure. the last three times that I've seen them, they play a lot more deep cuts than anything else. So you might find yourself very surprised that, um, because 
I don't think Rivers is like a super big fan of playing like the hits, so to speak. Um, he, I think he kind of has to by probably by obligation more than anything else. Um, but um, th- the last time I saw them, like I said, there were a few songs, that, actually more than a few. I'd say probably about like 75 to 80 percent of the, the playlist of theirs was like, holy shit, I haven't heard this song in forever. And, and like, was, like, was this a radio single? No, it wasn't. I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, and um, I don't know. Th- like I said, I-, I think you might find yourself pleasantly surprised. And also on top of that, too, tickets to go see them live, not exactly all that expensive. I mean, yeah. sure. But I mean, like, you're not you're not spending Taylor Swift dollars to go see Weezer uh, by by any means. Uh, and nor would I expect anyone to. I know I wouldn't for sure. Um, but yeah, like, they're usually like, on main festival circuits, they're usually, and if they're doing like a tour, they're usually doing a tour with like two other big bands, very similar to like the Hella Mega tour where they did that with Fallout Boy and Green Day. Sure. So I mean, they're the uh, the ability and option to see them for relatively cheap, um, in comparison to most concert ticket prices these days, is uh pretty pretty easy, honestly. So and I, you know what, it could just be, and I'm gonna put like, I'm gonna put. My my ego and my my pride in the pool that it that is probably driving my thought process. So that I drown that shit, drown it. And, and, and I'm stubborn too, like super stubborn. You stubborn um, never. And I think that that might be the reason why is like I've fought so hard to like not be a fan of Weezer that liking a good majority of the songs that that that, that I heard today probably surprised me um not and this is not like a knock like it surprised me like not in a good way because i was like i was fully expecting to come in and be like i fucking hate every single one of these songs but i didn't so that was a big surprise to me um so it might you know what i'll say now that i probably won't ever want to see them live but that could change you never know like i'm baby steps baby steps listen it's it's all it's all growing and and, and uh, it's a learning process. But, Dan, you know, I'm going to take this one. I, I feel like we – I think we can take the dub on this one. We did it. We did it. We we converted Benny into a possible Weezer fan. Let, let, I think we should – let's, let's celebrate for that. Yay. We did it. We did it. We did, we did it, Reddit. Um, so, yeah, uh, fi- final thoughts and opinions on, uh, on this playlist, Benny? I mean, I want to say that if, if we – end up like, like posting a version of this and people like oh we will we convert anybody else if anybody else was like not a Weezer fan much much like myself if Dan and Jakuna somehow converted you into one please let us know um that'd be great to uh know we had an influence on your life hell yeah I I would I would love to hear that we've converted all the Weezer haters into Weezer fans. That would be amazing. I'd be super happy about that. I'm sure Rivers would be too, probably, because that'd make him some money. Um, but uh, plus, I, I want to see this band continue to make records because I think that even though they've released a few duds in their career, uh, mainly like mainly the Seasons albums. Uh, no, come on. All right, everything will be all right in the end is probably one of the worst albums I've ever put out. The Black Album. Black Album was really bad. Pacific Dream Daydream wasn't amazing. It was fine. There were there are a few songs in there that I enjoyed. Uh, but uh, but and then Van Weezer. How come how come we haven't talked about Van Weezer at all? Because it doesn't deserve to be talked about because it's bad. Yeah. Uh, but uh anyways, um even so, even though they've made some bad albums in their career, I still want to see them make more music because you know, sometimes we you get song like records, and then sometimes you get songs like Fucking Beverly Hills, I guess. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) But that being said, uh, hey, Dan, where can I find you on the Internet? You can find me anywhere at Ecto Cooler Ghost. Ecto Cooler Ghost. Uh, Hey, hey, Benny, where can I find you on the Internet? You can find me anywhere besides Beverly Hills. Good. Um, Do not take me there. I'm happy you guys do not take me there. But if you want to find me, Anywhere on the interwebs, um, Benny and the Wax, and all those places. Cool. He's gonna he's gonna start a Weezer fan Tumblr, so don't worry, you can find him there. There you go. Benny That's right. The Wax. That's awesome. Uh, well, you can put me back together. Um, even though the world has turned and left me here at uh, the wow. Big Shakuna on the internet as well. Uh, mainly on the TikToks and and the Twitters and what have you. 
But uh, feel free to, to follow me there. Also, please, 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 please go to our website, which is www.besideourselves.com. That's where you can find all of our podcast links and potentially a link to this playlist as well in case you want to add this to your collection and, and bump these, some of these on your uh, drive home or whatever. and yeah, or, or to drive to work, maybe because uh, that music calms you because I know it does that for me. Uh, you can also buy some T-shirts because we have some for sale on, on that website as well. So uh, get one. It fits your body in just in just the right way. You know, it 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 hugs, it hugs the nipples, um, and, and the belly and and whatever 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 things that t-shirts do. Uh, so it's all available on our website uh, as well as all of our social links. Once again, www.bsideourselves.com. And with that being said, Daniel, it's time to flip the records over. Yeah. Everybody get dangerous. Everybody get dangerous. Ooh, Boo yeah. yeah. God damn you half Japanese girls. Ah, yeah. Yeah.